She's the pushy broad from the Bronx, New York. Follow her voice, a stray dog is nice. She's the pushy broad from the Bronx, oh yeah. Don't be surprised if you want to listen twice. Make decisions, find the right choice. Know yourself better, find your own voice. It's okay if you need help today, cause everybody needs a little push. From the pushy broad from the Bronx, New York. Good morning and welcome Transformation Talk Radio listeners. My name is Ellen Stewart and I am the pushy broad from the Bronx. Welcome to my show, Recovery Recharged, with my illustrious co-host, Dr. Pat. How are you doing this morning, Doc? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I am really excited about today's show for a lot of reasons. And um, I want to just give people a backdrop for where we are, if we could for a moment. Um, one of the things that many people don't know is how you came to be here and how we came to be doing this. And I, I know we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about the state of affairs, but I want to talk about how you showed up. Now, throughout the 20 years, and Benny will, Benny will appreciate this, I was going through some old clips because we're coming up on 20 years but in in the middle of that i had a an aha moment that we didn't start really talking about this as a network until recently why well guidelines of 12-step programs up until everybody now has revolted really kind of said don't speak isn't that like that's a tradition uh, it's a Gwen, tradition Gwen Stefani Gwen Stefani don't speak. <laughs> uh, maybe Benny could pull that up but things have changed Ellen and that's what we want to talk about look you are a recovery uh coach you're a mentor you're a speaker you have been out here in the field doing this you and I have talked on a lot and we're planning some very big things for next year and there's a reason I have never in my years of being aware, uh, uh, mine is 32, what, you're 38 or something? 37, 37. 37. In, in the years that we've been looking at this, since Marty Mann exposed the state of affairs, have we had numbers like you're going to share today? You are absolutely right. First of all, I am thrilled to be part of the TTR family. I'm thrilled to be here for the past three years. What attracted me to this station was you personally and your mission and the integrity of the shows that you put out. And when we formed this relationship, what attracted you was the fact that I had a recovery show for a while. It had been my passion to really bring it out in a very pushy Broadway. And I am thrilled to be here continuously sharing this message and cannot wait for all the wonderful things that are going to be happening in 2023 together. And we'll be beginning that off with my 100th episode with TTR. So we'll do a nice little celebration. So we are doing this show especially today because it is a pre-holiday situation here. We are at the holidays again. So here we are 
when we're watching everybody having a great time. And unfortunately, that has to, for many people, revolve itself around drinking and drugging. So we thought it would be a great idea to bring to your attention this morning some really interesting things that we have found. And we have been talking about this over the past couple of years because this is what's happening. And these are the stats based on what has transpired with alcoholism and the pandemic. And this is not stuff that we just found anywhere and we didn't make up. These are current facts. These, This was something that was broadcast by CNN Health, and I'm going to go down them pretty quickly because they're pretty scary, okay? In 2020, alcohol caused 13 deaths for every 100,000 people. It was up 10.4 deaths since 2019, okay? Martin Ventrilli, who is the chief executive officer of the National Association of Addiction Treatment Providers, said this is no longer a crisis, alcoholism in our country. It is more than that. It's an actual alcohol crisis explosion. Alcohol liver disease was the underlying cause for more than half of the alcohol-induced deaths in 2020. That was only followed by mental and behavioral disorders due to the use of alcohol, okay? And that analysis does not even include deaths where alcohol use may have directly contributed to, but was only a factor. Other alcohol-related deaths, obviously, were deaths due directly caused by cancer, heart disease, unintentional injuries injuries like car accidents, and nearly tripled the number of alcohol-related deaths. And that's according to the CDC. Americans drank more during the COVID-19 pandemic, which experts say created an entire environment for alcohol abuse. So you can start drinking even no matter what age it is and continuously drink and then become an abuser. And then that can lead to an addiction. So it's not like you have to start out being an alcoholic, but the more you drink and the more we have drunk over the pandemic, the more you come out of this with a disease. So these are very distressing statistics. Don't you think so, Doc? Yeah. Yeah. And I want to just throw something in here because it's a, it's a um, counter uh, statistic. Now, these numbers are understated. Very few people will raise their hand when you ask them the question, have you had more than two, three, four drinks a week? Very few people will do that. When they fill out the form, they say, ah, you know, glass of wine, da, da, da. But that does not explain the skyrocketing online delivered to my house sales. Now, I want to be clear. I just got a message from somebody We are talking about alcohol in this show. We are not talking about drug use. That will be another show. Um, It is interrelated. uh, But we now know that in 2020, the percentages that jumped up and the money spent from the sales of alcohol was uh, almost $3 billion. 
$3 billion. Exactly. We were in isolation. Alcohol came to your door, just like your groceries. And, you know, I mean, especially for an alcoholic, I mean... <laughs> Look, look at how many people put on additional weight because you could get anything you wanted because it came right to your door. And that's exactly what's happening with alcohol. And I promise you, whoever that message came from, that we will do a show about um, the escalated drug movement in yeah. this country. There is no question. But the reason we're talking about alcohol right now is because it seems to be exceptionally popular, especially over the holidays. People talk about after work parties and um going out to dinner. And it's really important because basically the topic of this show is twofold, all right? The topic of the show is tips to the spouse or the partner of the recovering alcoholic, yeah. okay? Yeah. But also, we I want to take a few minutes and talk about tips to the partner of the person who doesn't realize they're an alcoholic or maybe are in denial about it, all right? I tell all of my clients, I coach both of those people, and this is also why we wanted to do this before the holidays. My 800 number, 800-889-1757, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, will give anybody help, whether they're addicted to alcohol or drugs, whether they're a partner or a family member of someone addicted during this holiday season. This is your 911 call to me, obviously. If there is a dangerous situation, of course, I want you to call emergency situations first. But if you need a coaching uh, situation, I am offering free sessions for those of you out here yeah. during this time. Okay, yeah. that's most important. But think about it. Go to your party, all right? How many parties do we have this time of year? Dr. Pat, can you count the alcoholics in the room? Because I can, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, the part of this, though, that I love that you're taking on is, and this is something we want to say, look, it's not just the numbers of you all. The industry, and let me just, might I say this, the alcohol delivery app, APP, industry. Let's just talk about why this has become so easy. Some of the sales of online and uh, grocery and alcohol, they grew by 115%. But here's what I'm trying to say. Once upon a time, you had to get up, go to the store, walk in, put your case of stuff in the cart, which nobody does. Nobody shows that you're buying a case of, you know, like uh, vodka or something. And especially in my state where we don't have, quote, liquor stores like in Jersey. But the reason we're talking about this is this has not gone down. And this industry, it's an industry, the app industry, the app industry itself, right, grew uh, in 19, uh, 2019. But then by 20, it was up 43%. So I'm not just talking about the alcohol. I'm talking about the delivery vehicle the app, like your phone, right? Da, 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 order me this, da, 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 right, right? That industry has grown and market experts expect that that share to go to 120 billion of all sorts of delivery in that arena. And we're talking about an industry where they are saying, you gotta be like marijuana. You gotta be crazy not to be in this app industry. You see, once upon a time, 
many, many years ago, before even The Walking Dead. By the way, I cried last night. But even before them, we didn't have things like this at our fingertips. Don't you think that that's something we'll talk about when we come back? Because it isn't just, it isn't just, I'm having a couple of drinks. I don't know how to stop. It is the sexy nature of this. Celebrity, commercials, online access. And yet, here's a comment you don't want to have somebody say back to you. You ready, everybody? And then we'll go to break. It's this one. What are you blanking at me for, for having a couple of drinks when you drink five cups of coffee a day? Hello, no relationship. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. <laughs> from the pushy broad from the Bronx, New Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Are you looking for a way to break old habits that are holding you back from reaching your true potential and living the life you deserve? Well, look no further than Dr. Loretta Billups. She is a clinician and a relationship and mental health coach that will assist you with reaching your purpose. She will hold you accountable so that your desires are now a reality. Connect with Dr. B at cultivatingyourlife.com and find your path today. That's cultivatingyourlife.com. Tune into the Life Strategy Show with your life strategy mentor, Lolita Smith, and say yes to bringing prosperity and success to your future right here and right now. Life is a picture of your mind, and Lolita is here to help you imagine it. Say goodbye to the strings of the past that have been holding you back for far too long. 
Rise up with Lolita and say yes to the solutions, prosperity, and unlimited possibility. Visit LifeStrategyMentor.com. That's LifeStrategyMentor.com. From the push it broad, from the Bronx, New Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am so thrilled to, uh, to have all of you meet my friend and colleague here. You know, Ellen Stewart, Recovery Recharge is the show. She is the pushy broad from the Bronx, and there's a reason. She helps people have an incredible life, and it doesn't matter what your bottom is. It doesn't matter what you think your bottom is. It doesn't matter even if you know the word bottom. You know that your life has become unmanageable. You cannot not go and order that thing online or go to the grocery store or stop at the local small store on the way home, pick something up, put it down before you even reach to the house. This is really the level that we're talking about. And, you know, for today, we're talking about the United States, but it isn't just the United States. So, Ellen, before we talk about how do we assess this, because there are also other statistics now that are talking about the level of abuse, the effect on spouse, the effect on family, and you're going to take that on because now we're coming into a season when you're around a lot of people. What's the website? Tell everybody the first website. And then let's see where we are. What have been pe- what have people been stuck in the middle of? Well, first of all, it's pushybroadfromthebronx.com. Many of you know me very well. I, my clients are national and international, so it doesn't matter whether you're in the United States. I do virtual appointments, and there is something on my website that says COVID-19 stress-free appointments. Click on that because it's all about what's been happening after the pandemic, whether you are a partner of someone in early recovery, whether you're a partner of someone who's an active addict, whether you are an addict or an early recovery person yourself, please click on it. It is a free appointment. It'll be around for the holidays. My 800 number is available to you, 800-889-1757. It's all over the website. All you have to worry about is to go to pushybroadfromthebronx.com. So a lot of the work that I do is with family members, especially partners and spouses of people either in early recovery or in denial of the fact they, that they do have an alcohol or drug problem. Okay. So I want to talk to you for a minute. It's really important for you to understand that you are not alone in feeling the things you're feeling about the person that you are trying to help. So let's say you have a partner who's coming back from a treatment center in early recovery. They're coming home. What do you do? It's the holidays. All right. So what do you think, Dr. Pat? Everybody says to me, every single partner says to me, Well, I'm having a party and I don't know what to do. My partner's coming home from treatment. Should I keep alcohol in the house? What do you think the answer to that should be? Um, So I I probably am one of these people that uh, I don't believe in some of the things that we read about and write about. I will say this, don't have the party. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. You got somebody coming home from what treatment? What is this? The first time? Yes. From a treatment, from a rehab, from from whatever. You're you're thinking about a party. So obviously you're in denial about what's going on with your partner. Uh, And, you know, look, 
I know there are writings and things in the big book that says, oh, you shouldn't shy away from. No, you should. Um, I, I'm not quite sure what was meant of that, except that Bill W. himself couldn't shy away from, you know, like recovery and hanging out. Exactly. Exactly. In today's world, no, no, there are too many temptations. You, you know, Bill W. didn't have a smart screen flashing sexy, you know, beer and vodka commercials at you. But no, uh, that's what I think. Don't don't have a party. Don't even think to take your partner to a party. Do something else. What do you think, Ellen? Well, absolutely. I tell all my clients a couple of things. Okay, Thanksgiving and Christmas are big deals. There's no question. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that stuff. It's the holiday season. But... You, if you want to do something in your house, which many people do, it has to be an alcohol-free house, free, okay? Because you're you're a person in early recovery, and I've heard this a million times. I wish I had a dollar for every time I've heard this. Wait, wait, wait till you hear this, okay? The person comes home, is in early recovery, and turns around to their family and says, it's okay. You can drink in front of me. I'm okay. I only drink hard liquor. And if you're going to drink wine or beer, I'm really not tempted by it. Well, I am going all pushy broad on you. Okay. It does matter. It is important. And you cannot have alcohol around you. That's just like saying to me, I only eat chocolate cake, but if there's pumpkin pie in the house, I'm not going to eat it. Right. I mean, give me a break. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're talking about, let's just talk about a couple of situations. Cause I want to stay with your chain of thought. Um, look, we're talking about somebody that's coming home from recovery. There should not even be a question mark around that. But there are other conversations. For example, if this is somebody's first holiday sober. So what I want to say to the partner and the person is get yourself in an alcathon and do some service. What do I want to say for the partner? You can go to some of the meetings if you really want to know what's going on. But even if you're not just out of recovery, it doesn't mean that this isn't a struggle, Ellen, for people. Absolutely. There's no question that there's a struggle, okay? There are times that I'm sitting here with 37 years of clean and sober, and I'm at a big holiday party, and everybody's toasting with champagne, and I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, that just looks so bubbly and so nice. Oh, my goodness. Remember part of this, our old training? This disease is cunning and insidious, and before we know it, there's a relapse waiting to happen. It absolutely always has to be a vigilance attached to our recovery. And the spouse of that person, I need you to understand, number one, you do have to take care of yourself. But number two, this is a family disease, which means you cannot enable it. You have to make sure that you are making some changes in your life. And understanding that if you have a drinking problem and you don't want to even look at it, the chance of your partner staying clean and sober is next to nil. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about this because it really raises everybody listening to this. If you're just, I can feel a little something here, but let's just talk about it. It's like, oh my gosh, really? How many years do I got to worry about this person? You mean that they, okay. Okay. They can't drink, but now like what? I can't, 
Well, I got to look about you you and I'm worrying about you. And now I look at you and I'm like, oh, resentment. And then you're looking at me and then you get like, really? You don't understand that uh, this is a journey for me. Back and forth, emotions, back and forth, the holidays, back and forth. The holidays itself is an emotional roller coaster ride. Let's talk about the emotional side of this. I think your question is, has everyone been living in a bubble? (laughs) That's exactly A very small bubble. And you feel cramped and you feel stuck and you feel like, oh my gosh, right? Without a doubt. And and I'll tell you, that's the number one thing uh, the spouse or the partner says to me. Why do I have to upend my entire life for a person who has a disease, which I do not have? Yeah. Okay. So here it is. Here it is. The cold, hard truth is that we do have to make some concessions for the people that are in recovery, okay? But if it's really, really difficult for you to give up alcohol or drugs, for you as a partner or a spouse, if it's really, really difficult for you to give up alcohol because of your partner, then I need you to take a serious look at how you're drinking. Because there are many people that can, and I have many partners who are not in recovery. It's totally fine. They go out with their friends. They have a couple of drinks. They stop at one or two and they can put it away. Okay. They don't need to be in a social situation, always drinking, always having a drink there. They don't have to have something in the house all the time, or they can have one glass of wine with a meal and they're good. If that's you, then have it be you. But if you're telling me your entire criterion around this relationship is the fact that you should be allowed to drink, you need help. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I want to talk about this too, when we come back from break, you know, it's been a very big debate in our community and the communities abroad, and especially in some of the uh, programs that are offered in spiritual and religious centers. And the number one, I think, controversy and conflict is about language and naming and we're going to talk about this because it has to do with how you take care of yourself and I am not I I guess I'm a little old school but I'm a lot of new school and there is controversy around what you even call yourself at meetings now what has this got to do with anything it has everything to do with it You see, because if we focus on our primary purpose, right, our primary purpose, stay sober, no matter what, then does it matter whether you walk into a meeting and say, hi, I'm Mary, I'm an alcoholic, or hi, I'm Mary, I'm a recovering alcoholic, or hi, I'm Mary, I'm in recovery, or hi, I'm Mary, I'm recovered. You see, there are certain institutions now that say that when you tell your mind that you are something that there is a place and an association with that. And when we come back, what does self-care have to do with it? It has everything to do with staying in recovery. And so a lot of the controversy that you all may, it's a potato, it's a potato. It's still something you're gonna put butter on. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about what that butter looks like. Well, some of you may not put butter, but my vegan friends, so just tell, just say it right there. You'll put your vegan butter on it. But when we come back, it doesn't matter how many labels you call it, potato, potato, sweet, it doesn't, none of that matters. 
what matters is you understand the depth of what you're trying to do and the people around you understand. But when we come back, what if self-care means you not only to, for the person in recovery, but, but the, the partner. What if that means that now you're telling your spouse, could you not, here it is, here it is, wait for it. Could you not bring alcohol in the house? Not on football days, not on the final series finale of The Walking Dead. Can you not ever, you or your friends, for the moment, do not bring out alcohol to the house? OMG, battle number one. Let's take a short break. Ellen Stewart, I'm Dr. Pat. We'll be right back. From the push it broad from the Bronx, New York. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. It's time to tap into your divine self through angelic guidance. Join your host, Cindy Smith, and co-hosts in The Angel Empowerment Show, From I Can't to I Can, airing every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn from four of the best angel empowerment practitioners in the field. Together, they will share experiential teachings and offer live, on-air professional angel card readings and much more. For more information, visit CindySmithAEP.com. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together an independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action to the forefront. Help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what hope and conscious action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching Commitment, Clarity, Coachable, Creative, and Change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabeltz.com. That's L Y S A B E L T Z.com. From the push it brought from the Bronx, New York. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Ellen, um, look, this is uh, you are the pushy broad from the Bronx. This is really the show, though, that's dedicated to anyone, anyone this recovery recharge, anyone that is involved or around or knows someone that is in the realm of a recovering addict. But today it's for the partner. Today, now for the rest of the show, we've given everybody a great backdrop for things to be aware of, to think. But now we're going to talk about what you can do. Before we do that, let's give people a phone number because you work with people, whether they're in recovery, you work with a range of people, you work with couples, you help them understand this. I never understood why couples, people in relationships, when they're in this situation, don't try to get help. Well, I know there hasn't been places to go for help. So how do people find out about you? And then we're going to talk about the spouse slash partner slash whatever. Handling things. All right. All you guys have to know is pushybroadfromthebronx.com. Okay. Just go there. It says COVID-19 stress-free appointments because we're going to talk about all of that stuff. Just make a free appointment with me or call me if you're in the States, 800-889-1757. If you're not in the U.S., I know we broadcast outside of the U.S. That's not a problem. My clients are all over the world. Pushybroadfromthebronx.com. Send me an email. Email Ellen at pushybroadfromthebronx.com. It's really, really easy to remember. Awesome. Now, look, we're not going to take any more breaks because what Ellen's about to share with you are solutions. Um, but Ellen, let's talk about this because, you, you know, we just talked about issues of emotions that show up. When emotion shows up, you got to ask yourself, what the heck do I do here? This is unfamiliar territory. And for those of you out there, if you think just because somebody is not drinking and you think they look cured, let us tell you that what's going on on the inside of both the recovering alcoholic and their partner slash spouse, no, it is go what's going on inside is the equivalent of the multiverse of roller coaster rides, right? Without a doubt. Look, it's very, very important if you are around someone that you believe has a drinking problem or you know has a drinking problem and has come, come into early recovery, that you as a partner or a spouse get an education around alcoholism or addiction, okay? And that's what I do as a recovery coach. I help you get an additional education so that you understand the new language that your partner is talking as they come into early recovery. What is 12 Steps about? What is recovery about? You need to begin to learn the same language that your partner is learning, not only for your partner's sake, but for you, because you as a partner, your feelings matter. The things that you have gone through, watching your partner sink his life or her life into the toilet has been incredible. I am here to empathize with that. I completely understand what you as a partner or a spouse 
experience or a family member has gone through. We understand your feelings do matter. And not only the empathy that you have for the person who is in newly recovery, but maybe you have anger or resentment issues around it. Maybe you have situations that you're currently embroiled in, meaning legal or financial troubles because of your alcohol, because of your partner's alcohol or drug misuse. Maybe you're even thinking of divorcing your spouse because of alcohol misuse. All of these feelings are valid, but you may not be sure. You may not know how to understand or interpret these feelings. And that's what I help to help you with as a recovery coach, whether or not you want to stay in the relationship you currently have. So it's extremely important to learn how to take care of yourself. And part of that, like Dr. Pat says, you know, lots of people in early recovery, they go to meetings. You can go to meetings too. There are Al-Anon meetings that are in abundance. There are Naranon meetings that are in abundance. Find out what it's like to be a partner of somebody that is in recovery. And Dr. Pat also said too, unfortunately, this disease is not curable. There's no fix for alcoholism. There only is remission. We can only put our addiction into remission. But that remission can last, like Dr. Pat and I, 30-odd years. Right, Doc? Yeah, and I think that's going to have to be a show we do on the science of this because I get a lot of questions after these shows. And, you know, one of them is understanding how this works. Now, we don't talk a lot about this, but it is true. There are things that happen, but you're going to talk with people today about what these what happens when we can take the journey with our partner. Look, there is a scene from that Sandra Bullock movie, 28 Days or whatever it is. There's a scene where her partner of the time just doesn't get it. I think he even shows up at the the rehab center with like alcohol. And then even after it, it's a great movie to watch what happens when somebody you're in a relationship with doesn't understand. The second thing is this, and I want to ask you this question. We're talking about a scenario, but... We're going to take a deeper dive where you are that person. You drink too much. Your life is unmanageable. But what happens if you're in relationship with somebody that drinks too much, right, but is not taking the recovery? So let's just flip this over because there's two sides to it. There is an impact on the spouse. I know for me, that was my scenario. And what it did is it moved me to get clean and sober, right? But it doesn't always turn out that, you know, like, it's not like a Disney story. There are dynamics. Let's talk about enabling because that's really where we are. If you're drinking and you're not the one that just came out of rehab or you're not the one, quote, with the problem, chances are you are going to enable. You may also encourage because your mojo is I don't want to stop myself. I don't exactly. have a problem. Exactly. And what happens is people that are spouses or partners of people in recovery think when they come out, they're fixed. So now they won't <laughs> have to worry about picking up a drink or oh, a drug. Lord. They can have one occasionally. They can still socially drink. 
And understanding that our brain, the a brain of an active addict or alcoholic, does not allow us to just socially drink, right? In 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 our world is one drink is too many, a thousand is never enough. Those slogans stick because they're true, they're core. So if you're in denial about your partner's alcohol problem, then you need to get the help that you need from the pushy broad because I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you straight. And there are many, many people that I work with, so many people that I work with whose husbands or wives are drinking constantly and are in denial about it and then become physically or no. mentally abusive to that family. And uh, there are many, many people that are embroiled with children and don't know how to break away because they're constantly thinking that that person will get better. Okay. Yeah. That person will not get her, get better without help. Yeah. And sometimes you need a pushy broad in there to say, look, this is the reality. And these are the hard decisions you'll have to make to begin a brand new life in a way that will make you happy because your feelings do matter and you cannot sacrifice yourself waiting for another person to get clean and sober. Right, Doc? Yeah. And let's talk about this even more because we got to give people some tips and especially the spouses, partners, you, you know, wh wh whatever relationship you have, even BFF, even best friends, you're in this group too. Because one of the things that happens is it is a journey that you take with somebody you care for, care for Ellen, right? Yes. It is that journey, but it has social implications. It has business implications. You know, the hardest thing that one could ever do is tell their bosses that they got to step out and go to an AA meeting. It is a journey, but let's talk about this. If you are the partner, you are the person that's taken the journey. There is sometimes you get to the point where you say it is too much. Now, let's talk about the fork in the road. It is too much and you start thinking because of yourself and people have said this. Are you ready for this? Ready? You are unconscionable to be around you should start drinking again because you are much better when you were right oh right my and God. that that co just comes out because it is a journey but how many times have you heard that my partner you know what my partner said to me that i'm i'm really not lovable i really not likable is on this journey i'm roller coaster right i'm emotional bag of you know what and the last thing they said is you'd be better off taking a drink go get a drink that is like, do not do. That's exactly right. And that's also because spouses or partners or family members don't have the education that they need. It's, sim it's a simple learning experience. Some of the key things here that are extremely important, like we said before, you do have to remove all the liquor from the house. If you as a spouse want to get a drink, go, to a, go, go out with friends. Have your own night with friends. Go out. Okay, so remove all the liquor bottles. And then I need you to assess yourself. Are you drinking too much? You know, statistically, we talked about this in the beginning. For women, no more than seven drinks a week. Seven drinks in seven days. That's what it says, okay? And for men, no more than nine drinks a week, okay? And that's a lot for me. That's, that's a lot. Like, um, that's a lot, okay? But nevertheless, if you're having more than one drink a day, and I'm not even sure you need one drink a day, then you're drinking too much. All right. You're absolutely doing that. And then 
Come see the recovery coach, find a recovery yeah. coach, find a therapist, learn about what's important for you. There's no question. Find an Al-Anon meeting, find an Aranon meeting, participate in a family program. If your spouse, if your, if your loved one is in treatment, okay, there are family programs, go, don't think it's only my partner's problem. They're the one with the problem because they're drinking. That's not the only issue in the family for sure. Okay. And if you really need to separate, if you need to separate from your active alcoholic partner, or you need to separate even from your partner in early recovery, then I need you to make the tough decisions for you. That's really, really, really important because there's a very big difference between caretaking and caring about someone. Yeah. And that's the difference between enabling and codependence and actually giving somebody their freedom. Yeah. And then realize that your feelings matter. The partner or the loved one or the family members, your feelings matter. You have a right to be feel angry. You have a right to feel indignant. You have a right to feel resentful, but you don't have a right to hold on to those feelings. That you and don't have a right. I to love do. that you brought this up because this is part of coaching that I would encourage everybody to really consider, whether your relationship, and, and by the way, we have said this a million times before. Um, Ellen does work with people, couples, partners, you name it, whatever they are of uh, LGBTQ. And we're, that is a whole other conversation that we're going to talk about. But it doesn't matter who you are. She works with you. But here's the thing I want to ask you, because this right here is, I think, one of the major turning points when people can realize it. This is a recovery journey that both people go on. It isn't just for the addict and the alcoholic. It is a parallel journey. And we rarely talk about what it's like for the person that's not the addict or the alcoholic. But today's show is all about this for you. Let's get to this thing, because this is the wrap up. Well, honey, why don't you trust me? You know, I went to treatment. I, I mean... Come on, you, you know, what do you, are, what, just because I did that thing doesn't mean I'm going to drink. Hello, your partner is walking on eggshells. Everything you do that reminds them of your past behavior, right, Ellen? It's going to trigger them. Without a doubt, it's going to trigger them. Understanding that this is something that just happens on its own. There's no question. I mean, all of a sudden, it's here. It doesn't take a minute for a person in early recovery to turn around and say, I'm just going to do this now. People that are not in recovery don't understand how quickly we can throw 37 years of recovery out the window. Yeah especially around the holidays. Everybody's thinking, sometimes it's a question of, I just want to look cool, okay? Just sometimes. I mean, I've heard that just the other day, just a, a, a quick feeling of, oh my God, I just want to get a buzz on because I just want to fit in. I just want to look cool. And it doesn't even matter how many years before you have in recovery because that addictive thinking just turns on and everything else just goes out the window. And for somebody who doesn't have that part of their brain that kicks into high drive, it's very difficult for them to understand, which is why education is key, yeah. right? Always. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, and this is the journey. I wanted to. I wonder if you can talk about this because we have to talk about realistic boundaries. Realistic boundaries enable us to really set up new measures of trust. But let's talk about realistic boundaries. There are some things you're going to be able to get away with and some things you're not. And if you are in recovery, you're going to have to make the tough decision to say, I can't go to my in-law's house. It's just too much. Right. I mean, so let's talk about that for a minute because those right. are tough decisions. Yes. But sometimes no matter what, you know, there are going to be people out there. They're going to say, oh, forget it, Dr. Pat and Pushy Broad. I ain't doing what you said because I have to go and I have to do. And it's, it's we're free from COVID like we really are free from COVID. And I'm going to get out there and I'm going to party. And I'm going to do everything. OK, fine. You want to do that stuff? Then I need you to do it in a good way. Okay. And here we are spouses and partners. Okay. This is a buddy system approach. All right. I need you, if you are in early recovery to always have a plan B. And that's what I tell every single one of my early recovery people. Okay. Number one, I need you to understand that if it's getting too much for you, that you have a way out out of that party or that situation, which means you can go to your aunt so-and-so or your grandma's house or whatever, but instead of spending five hours all day eating and watching everybody else drinking, then compromise, set yourself a boundary, spend two hours. And at the end of two hours, turn to your partner who's going to be there for you, spouse, partner, are you listening? And pick yourself up and your partner and leave. It's time to go home. And this is where a spouse or a partner can really be strong in a good way. Turn around and say, you know what? We're in early recovery here. It's time to go out and do other things. Go out and look at the Christmas lights. Go out and spend a nice evening at home by the fireplace, roasting marshmallows. Have some quality time that doesn't revolve around five or six hours of family eating and drinking. Okay? Set personal boundaries. Have a buddy. And if you don't have a, a particular spouse or partner, then find somebody else from the rooms that's an early recovery and take that person with you and go home together. Yeah. Plan your holiday situations. Yeah. I had a question come in and uh, it's a question that came up from, I think, one of the shows we previously did. And it was the question of, uh, they heard us talking about uh, when sponsors do a family intervention, meaning you sit down with the partners or, or maybe even the children. And it is something that I don't know about you. I think it's old school, but I, I find it fascinating that when somebody is coming out of recovery, that if, if you're the sponsor or some or the coach, you sit down with the family, you talk about these things. Can we talk about that tip? Yes. And there are a couple of things that I recommend. Okay. If someone is, is not um, in recovery and someone is on their way or in denial about treatment, a classic intervention should not be done by a sponsor. Okay. There are accredited certified interventionists with specific methods that take care of intervention from the beginning, because there is a complete way to do an intervention. And we've had interventionists on my shows, yep. but 
education can come from a variety of things. And I am not of the, uh, I am not of the ilk that a sponsor is someone to do this. A sponsor's job, as far as I am concerned, is to work one-on-one with a person who is in newly recovery, to talk about the 12 steps with them, and to make sure that if they are having an urging or a craving to drink or a drug, that's when a sponsor is there to help them, okay? A recovery coach or a therapist is more apt to talk to family members than a sponsor. I don't think that's a sponsor's job. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not what and, I and, think. Well, and but th- because of the nature of what you and I are talking about today, and let's kind of recap from it. What we're talking about today is how there are two people, whoever you want, fam- partner, friend, it doesn't matter. There are two or more people that are engaged in the journey. And there is the journey that is unique to each of them that go forward. You need to get somebody that knows how to help. And that's what you're doing today. You're putting the you're putting the alert out now to say, call me before the holidays and let's sit down or let's Zoom or let's do something. Because there's no excuse now. Now with Zoom, now with there's no excuse now, Ellen, right? I want you to None. recap this for today <laughs> and give just 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 talk to the partners and say, partners, here's what you can do. Number one, I'm so glad to have this time and to tell you that your best chances for success as a partner, as a spouse, as a family member, as a loved one for that person who's early in recovery is to understand, number one, that your feelings matter, but you can't live in your negative feelings, okay? You need a way to express them and get them out, and that's why I'm here to help you. And I need you to understand that no matter what, it's okay. You come first. I need you to focus the attention on yourself. When's the last time you heard that? Maybe never, right? Maybe never. Well, I'm telling you, you're important. You come first. And I'm also telling you that whatever disease that your spouse or partner has, it is not your fault. You cannot fix it. You can't cure it. You're not responsible for it, okay? There is no cure for addiction, only remission. But I need you to get smart and not be ignorant around what it means to be an alcoholic or an addict. Education is key. I need you to learn about what's going on with your partner. If your partner had cancer or diabetes, would you not be reading up on it? Would you not understand what's going on with the person that you love the most in the world? That's what I'm asking you to do. And that's also how the Pushy Broad can help you. And I need you to know that even though there's no cure for addiction, I need you to be cautiously optimistic because Dr. Pat and I are sitting here with close to 70 years between us of being clean and sober. If you don't think this program works, you're looking at two women here are going pretty strong in recovery. So yes, this program works. We can live happily after ever after. But I also need you to understand that you need to set realistic goals and realistic boundaries. And the Pushy Broad is going to help you do that. And there's nothing more than I want is for you and your partner to establish new avenues for your relationship. And most importantly, for your personal growth. So you can make the beginning of 2023 the best ever, either in your relationship or in your personal growth. So one more time out there, all of you guys. 
pushybroad from the bronx.com. Okay. Go on the top where it says COVID-19 stress-free appointments for free. Okay. How can you pass up free for goodness sakes? Click on the link, make an appointment, and I will see you on Zoom face-to-face or call me 24-7-800-889-1757. Leave a message. I'll get back to you. And I don't know where you are in the world, but I got you covered. So that's the best we can do. And we're going to do great work this holiday season. Ellen, thank you so much. There's a lot that we covered here today. But the the takeaway for me is you don't have to take this journey alone. Let's get some help. Ellen, thank you for all that you're doing. Um, I want to thank Benny and Jacob for all they do to make this show happen. And I want to talk to all of you and say, Look, we know, despite the headlines, despite what's being said about COVID being over, despite all of that, there is a level of pressure that we know you are under. Everything from paying back your small business EIDL loans, which literally should be erased, to really setting the table on the holiday, to looking at how to take care of your families, your friends, your loved ones. And we want you to know this one thing. You don't have to do it alone. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. This is Ellen Stewart, the Pushy Broad from the Bronx, saying thanks for listening. And remember, everybody needs a little push. From the Pushy Broad from the Bronx.